trigger warning. Some of the stories we share on this podcast are graphic in nature and could upset some listeners. Welcome to the Survivor Revival podcast. This is a series of real, raw and compelling stories and interviews with survivors who have suffered from several forms of abuse, from child sexual abuse through to domestic violence and everything in between. Professors, politicians, experts and everyday women and men sharing their stories of suffering and their ongoing journey of restoration and healing. Join author, host and survivor Jennifer Brocky as she talks to survivors, offering them a platform to tell their truths in their own words, using their own voices. Hi guys, welcome to our podcast. I'm Jennifer B and today we're talking to Vicky. Hi Vicky, how are you today? I'm good, thank you Jennifer. So would you like to tell everyone about your story, like how you got through some of the most traumatic events in your life and the things that happened to you? Yes, I'm from Papua New Guinea. I was about 19, I got married to someone who was 10 years older than me. Um, that was way back in 2000. That was after my graduation. I worked with the, um, worked with the person that um, I got married to, the father, I worked with them. Yeah. And my, my husband, he went for a break, on his break, and he saw me, so like... Um, fall in love with me and we got married. After we got married about uh, a month, we moved to Kudmosi, the Ganges National Capital uh, District. We moved to Mosby and after a month, we legalized our marriage, March 2000. Yeah. After that, we started, I started, you know, going through having problems with him. Like, he started abusing me. I had to, he had to get angry every now and then, every single day, he would dress me up, he would torture me. Um, That's awful. He's so aggressive. Uh, he was 30 plus, I was just 18 going to my 19 and like I was that small in size and like he would just dress me up for nothing, no reason at all. Um, People around us trying to help me, they couldn't help me because he was so aggressive. He doesn't want people to come and uh, interfere with our problem. Oh, no. I have no way to go. Like my dad and my mom are in other province and I'm in the other province. I was looking for help. I even reported to police they couldn't help me because my husband was a soldier and like they've got some, you know, friends at police, they can't do very much to help me. I went through this for years, like um, 2003, I, I had my first one child and we had to go through this problem over years. Many times, like, I go to hospital, I sustain injuries, and I go to hospital just to get treatment and all this, but still, like, no one to help me out. I went to social welfare, even to um, police, and even to military counselling, whatever, but there was no help. Did no one at all have any help for you at all? Not the police, not the military, not no. anyone? That's awful, Vicky. That is terrible. Yeah, there's something in because of this one system, like um, it's 
difficult, you know, going through. And currently, like I'm talking, many ladies are still suffering through that. Wow. So I had to pray. I go to church. Even I took him to church. We went to church, but um, it didn't help. Like even we go to church. After church, we come back. It start to bash me. Oh my goodness! Um, That's awful. I even, I even like I work with um, WHO, World Health Organization. You know, yeah. Traveling around when I came back with the um, consultants or the experts, we will bash me in front of them and all this. They tried their best. You know, we reported to police. I had to be separated from him, but still, like um. He had to come and take me back because uh, we had this customary wedding and all this. It went on till my like um, my son was about three years old and uh, my father went to study in China. That was the time that I feel that um, I'm relieved after all this abuse I've gone through, the trauma and um, the injuries that I sustained. I had so many scars on my skin and all this. And then went for study. It was a break for me for almost five years. And I had to, you know, move on. And I went for study again in PNG also. And then, like, you know, I saved some money. I bought a house. And that's the time that I, you know, I got, you know, separated from him. Not actually in writing or whatever legal process. Because when I went to get divorced, they told me that, um, I had to pay 10000 and I don't have 10000 to pay, so I had wow. to, yeah, that's one thing in PNG, it's very difficult, you know, getting divorced and all this, so. Is that common? Like, do they, yeah, is it for every woman? Common. Is there no help for any woman? Do you think it's a socioeconomical problem? Like, do they help the richer women? Do they, or is it all women? It's common. I would say almost around. 70% of women in PNG are going through this, but they, they're keeping it so silent. Even the you know, well-educated ones also, wow. they're just keeping it silent. They want to come out and, you know. That's um, bad, isn't it? Like 70%. Really? That's just astounding, yeah. those figures, yeah. isn't it? 70%. Do they have um, special places for domestic violence women in Papua New Guinea or they don't have that kind of facility? We have a um, couple of safe houses, safe Mary houses, where ladies go and take refuge. Okay. Like um, previously in those days that I was going through, you know, early 2000, I mean, 2000, yeah, early 2000, it wasn't that um, effective. Some two or three years ago, it's, uh, it's effective now. Like uh, ladies, when they, you know, come across, you know, substance, like most of them, they go to those houses. And you will only find those ladies from... They're not the educated ones. For those very, you know, the educated, you know, those, um, what will I say, those professional ladies, they just keep it to themselves and uh, they don't go to those um, wow. places to get out there. Yeah. Uh, just uh, in December, I was at uh, one of the Mary Safe House. Yeah. I had this uh, outtake, you know, after all these years I've been going through this and like, um, sometimes I have this. Um, aftershocks or trauma attacks. It's still, I'm still experiencing. So, just December. Wow. December, I was at one of those houses, uh, charity organization, put house for the ladies to go and take refuge when they come across you know, any violence and all this. 
in PNG is very sad. It's very difficult, you know. So what about, like, the family support? Like, if you had siblings or cousins or extended family or friends, what happens if they get involved? The problem with me is, like, I don't, like, involve my family or friends or whatever. Like, I feel that that's my own problem because that's the one who wanted to get married to that guy, so... I want to take my own problem and solve my own problem. Wow, thank you. I mean, the parents are there, you know, they just, you know, just encourage me to move on with life and all these. But for them to come in, it's like, um, like I feel that it's none of their problem. It's me. Wow. I, I want them to get married. You know, I have to solve my own problem. You're a very strong lady to even think that you can do it on your <laughs> own. Thank you, Jennifer. It's not me only. I've got my small sisters. All of them are going through this. Wow. Same thing as me. Isn't that heartbreaking? Mm. So two girls from the same family are going through the same thing at the same time. We are about five ladies. Wow. Um, only one, she's okay, our big sister. But all of us down the my other siblings, yes, we are going through this problem with our... Isn't that terrible? It's heartbreaking oh, to hear, and, and, and the other side of that too, Vicky, is the things that the children see. Like if the husband keeps doing this to the women, to their wives, that's what their children are seeing. So daughters grow up to think that it's okay for men to hit them, and sons grow up to think that it's okay to do that to women. So it's not very helpful from any level. My daughter was brought up by my mom. My son was brought by me, but mostly... My small sisters, they took care of him because of the, the problem that I was going through. Wow. Um, yeah. So I got separated, but um, I was about, I just want to go into divorce. Like I find it, I mean, not find it difficult, but I was trying my best going to legal. It's so hard um, to think that so many women in Papua New Guinea are going through this to this extent with such limited help. And you being prepared to come on to our podcast and tell other women about it. And I think it's so important that your message goes out as to what you did, like to, that strength that you showed to buy your own home, like, and then for the courts to say you had to pay $10,000 and you still worked a way around that. So that's so well done, Vicky. Thank you. And you must be very proud of yourself. And you should, you know, if we could get that, your message to many of the women in Papua New Guinea, that could give them the strength to do exactly what you've done. Some ladies, they're kind of, um, they're too much dependent. I'm not sure with other countries, like what I see in PNG is like, they're too much dependent on their husband and all this. Maybe I came from a very strong background from my mom, like she kind of this very strong lady that me and my sisters, we stand on our feet and, you know, provide for ourselves with the kids. We don't rely on that. How was done and all that. So, yeah. Well done to you and your sisters. And very well done from your mum to teach you ladies to be so strong. I see in CNG, many ladies, they're kind of, they depend on the husband. They're not independent. Like even, like as I've said, uh, well-educated ladies, professional ladies, they still depend on the husband. Or maybe they're kind of, uh, they cannot stand on their feet. They cannot, you know buy a vehicle by themselves or do something to sustain themselves. They kind of, you know, depend on us them to provide for them. I'm not really sure. That is very sad. And do you blame that more on the lack of education or 
just not having the right platform to get the message mm-hmm. out to the girls or what do you think could help in that situation? Maybe lack of education or awareness. There are lots of um, education been gone out, but it's one has to, you know, change or one has to, you know, have the courage to stand up for ourselves and, I mean, the children. That's if they just sit and you know, look upon men and they thought that the man is the only breadwinner, the man is the only, you know, source of everything, that's the thing they are, you know, yeah. kind of um, praising themselves. And, yeah, that's what I see. Wow. So what message would you give to the young women of Papua New Guinea before they marry out of necessity rather than love? I would say that ladies have to be strong. Ladies have to be, they have to stand on their own feet and not rely on anyone. They have to be educated and they have to, you know, have a job or do something that they can, you know, stand on their feet and look up at each other. Yeah, I agree with you, Vicky. I think that's... Really, I think that's a message that we need to get out around the world, really, isn't it? That girls need to start standing on their own two feet and, you know, we are strong. Women are strong, especially if we band together and if we get educated, it's more where it gives us choice rather than out of necessity that we have to be married. They have to not to get married at an early stage, but, you know, get married when they are you know, everything, like, uh, they're matured so they can handle their problems. I do agree with that message very strongly. Well, I've gone through, still I'm separated, not divorced yet. I don't know when, but I've been asking him to, you know, at least we get a divorce. But he hasn't come out clear to me. He has been, you know, saying this and that, and I, I just left it that way. He moved on, he got married, but he doesn't want to divorce me. Yeah. What do you do with your life now, Vicky? You just, even though you have to pay $10,000 for that divorce, what do you need to do now for you to move forward? And what message of hope can you give to the listeners? For me, the only thing to get divorced is I just want to move out of this place, go to another country, I would say, and just stay away from you, stay, stay away from any other, you know, problems that I've gone through in life. Yeah, that's so sad where you have to leave your own country though, isn't it? It's That's really extreme. I just wish there was so much more help for you ladies out there. Well, it's not only the um, violence that I was going through with uh, my children's dad, but I was going through tribal fights, clan discord, whatever, in the village also. So I feel that I have no place here. Like we have this, so sorry and all this. Actually, my old family, we left our province and we moved to another province. Like, yeah, we moved to Medang. So, yeah. So you had to leave your province so you could be accepted because you didn't want to stay with a violent husband? Not the violent husband, the people. I, as I said, I have people in the village too. They were against me and all this. Wow. Like, out of jealousy, yeah. Wow, that is really sad. So are you safe and settled where you are now? I am safe, but I'm kind of like my, I don't tell people where I am. Even I've got all of my family, most of my uh, relatives are in Port Mosby. They don't know where I'm living. They don't know where I'm working. I mean, I kind of keep it 
so quiet and yeah, secretly. Like, so you're still in hiding like, after all these years. You still need to be in hiding. Yes, that is so I've been sad. In hiding. That is so sad, Vicky. Like I'm so close to God. I pray so my strength comes from God only. It's the source of everything. So my message to all the ladies out there, even our families, our then they can fail us, but God is the only source of everything that, you know, we pray every day. He will strengthen us. He'll give us this courage to stand up and to move on in life. I would have been dead some years ago in 2017, but I feel that the more closer I get to God, God has protect me, keep me safe too. That is beautiful that you've got your faith, you've got something to hold on to get you through to the future. Mm-hmm. Well, it's been beautiful talking to you today, Vicky. Is there any last words you'd like to say to our listeners? I just want to let all these um, beautiful ladies out there be strong, be a fighter. We have to know that we were born for a purpose, young and head. We don't look at men, but we can look on ourselves and we can move on with life. And that is a beautiful, strong message. Thank you so much for joining us today, Vicky. I'm so great that you could call into you. At least I got this message out, you know. I've been writing stories after stories over the years, thinking that I'll be in at least getting this message somewhere, somehow. But I thank God that today I at least get this new story out. And that's important. It's it's really important that we all share our stories so we don't feel so alone. So I think you have done really, really well. And it's been an absolute wonderful experience having this chat with you. It's heartwarming to know that there's strong women all around the world fighting the same thing and that we do eventually find the strength to move on. Thank you very much. No, thank you, Vicky. It's been lovely having you. Thank you for listening to our Survivor Revival podcast. If you found our content valuable and want to hear more, we'd be grateful if you'd subscribe on your favourite platform. That way you'll be notified when new episodes are released. And give us a five-star rating so others can benefit from this content too. As always, if listening to this episode has triggered any concerns for you, please reach out to Lifeline or the local equivalent in your own country. Remember... We're always in your corner and you are not alone. Connect with us on Facebook at Survivor Revival or our website, SurvivorRevival.com. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you in the next episode.